You are listening to the Universal Truth Podcast, a show that brings you nothing but the truth, with your host, Taurus Ross. In this episode, we are going to talk about the role of the husband and the father. The role of the husband and the father. And this has to do with their the man's role in the home. Okay? You see, we live in a society where we see people... And when I mean people, I'm I'm talking about people that's married, that's in the same household. But however, one part or sometimes both parties, talking about the male and the female, isn't happy. So with that being said, there's a reason to know and to understand why that person is not happy. Now, what does that have to do with the role of a husband and a father. Well, you got to understand this. In order for your marriage to be successful, okay, yes, both people, the male and the female, have to put in work. And I ain't talking about no 50-50. I'm talking about the man putting in 100 and the woman putting in 100, okay? When both parties are doing what they're supposed to do. And there's love and respect in the home, right along with the children. Then that's a significant way on how to have a successful marriage. But the key is knowing the roles, okay? The man has roles and the woman has roles in regards to the home. So, with that being said, although males and females are equal in relationship to Christ, the scripture gives specific roles to each in marriage. So, let me say this. The males and the females, the husband and the wife, have specific roles in the marriage in regards to the home. Okay? I'm going to say something in this episode that's going to be, I I won't say mind-blowing, but it's going to... Uh, open up your understanding in regards to not just only the role of a husband and a father, but also to open up your understanding in just knowing what you need to be doing. And yes, I'm going to get you all a head start. I'm going to talk about the role of the wife and the mother in the next episode. Okay. But with that being said, The man's responsibility is crucial in how to maintain his house. All right. So the role of the husband, the man, the role of the wife, the woman, in a sense, the roles are exactly not the same. But in regards to love and respect, if the man do what he's what he's doing and the woman doing what she's doing, then no matter what kind of disagreement going on that's taking place in the house, then their marriage is more than likely to be successful. Now, in response to that, the husband is to assume leadership in the home. Okay, the husband is to assume leadership. So, and this is not favoritism. This is this is simply the order of God in regards to the home. Okay, the husband is to assume, assume leadership in the home, so he's the head of the house. All right, I want to read something to you real quick. I want to read to you First Corinthians chapter eleven and verse three. Okay, First Corinthians chapter eleven verse three. It says, "But I will have you know." that the head of every man is Christ and the head of the woman is the man and the head of Christ is God. Now, this is the order of God. Now, the head of every man is Christ. So for the husband, his head is Christ. Okay? Now, with that being said, the head of the woman is the man. This is what God ordains. This is what God purpose in regards to marriage within a home. Okay. And the head of Christ is God. So the head of man is Christ. 
the head of the woman is the man and the head of Christ is God. So everybody, the man, the woman, and Christ have a leader. Okay, it's order. And see, one way you're going to understand on how the role, and, and this is regards to the men. Now, ladies, also, you can listen to this, this episode also. It's for you, especially, especially if you've been married maybe once or more to the wrong man. Because let me say this, if a man doesn't love Christ, he's not going to love you. He can't love you, the love of Christ that has poured unto the church, okay? If a man doesn't love Christ, he's not going to love you. And that is something very significant to know because one of the things that God had to show me before I got married was the order, okay? And this is, this is the order right here. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3. You see, the reason why the husband is to assume leadership is not to use it to his advantage to control his household. That's not it. That's not it. The husband is to assume leadership in the home because God orders it. And I just gave you a scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3. So, the head of every man is Christ. So the head of the husband is Christ. Okay? Christ is his head. He's up under the leadership of Christ. Just like the woman is up under the leadership of the husband. Now, this is the order of God. Okay? And, and let me just say this out of love. If you cannot handle the responsibilities as a leader in the home, and I'm talking to the husbands, I'm talking to the men, then you don't need to get married. You don't need to get married. Marriage is not for you, okay? Because as a, as a husband, most of the responsibilities will be coming from you. This is another reason why man is to assume, assume leadership in the home. Now, let me read to you Ephesians Chapter three, I'm sorry, chapter five. Ephesians chapter five and verse 23. This is what it says. For the husband is the head of the wife. Now, we, I read you the same thing in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse three. Now, this is Ephesians chapter five, verse 23. It says, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. So once again, and this is not to throw anything towards the women's faces. God ordained the man to be head of the house. Women, ladies, it is not your duty to take leadership in the home if God has already placed the man to be the head. Okay? Now, I'm not saying that to be comical. I'm not saying that to be disrespectful or to throw something in your face. You got to realize something. This is the order of God. Now, even though, and let me say this out of love, even though you are married to, some, to a man and he's not taking the position as, leaders, as a leader or taking a position as a head, you still... Listen to me when I say this. You cannot be the head because the scripture says that the, that the husband is the head of the wife. So, and, and, and this, is what, this is what's coming down. And this is, let me say this. This is why it's very important to marry the, the person that God purposed you to marry. Okay. Because every man don't need to be married and every woman don't need to be married, okay? And with that being said, with that being said, as a husband, this leadership should not be overbearing, arrogant, or talking down to the wife, but should be accordance with the example of Christ leading the church, all right? So, as a husband, you should not be overbearing, 
You should not be arrogant or you should not talk down to your wife. Why? Because Christ did not do the church like that. This is why Christ is the head of the man. The man is supposed to follow the principles in scriptures in regards to marriage. Now, if and see, this is why it's very important to understand what I'm saying, because the order of God must be manifested. OK, it must be manifested in the home. For God to do what he needs to do in regards to the husband, the wife, and the children. Yes, and I'm saying this. Yes, as a married man, as a husband, you're going to need God. It takes God to maintain your house. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how much, you know, how much you think you know it all. You still need God to maintain, to help you to maintain your house. Because if you don't allow God to help you, to instruct you on how to maintain your house, then what's going to happen, you're going to step out, out of line in your position as a husband, okay? Thinking you, thinking you may know what's right. In reality, you don't know what's right because you ain't seeking God. You're not praying to God. So, yes, it takes God. It takes God. For a husband to maintain his house. This is why it's very important, men, that you love your wife just as much as Christ loved the church. The same love Christ has for the church, that's the same love you ought to have for your wife. Nowhere in the scripture did Christ talk down on the church. Nowhere in the scripture does Christ is Christ being arrogant towards the church or overbearing towards the church. Okay, the love of Christ for the church should supposed to be in accordance with the love for the husband that he has for his wife. Okay, now this is a principle that is very easily overlooked because many people today think, oh, oh, I don't need God for this. I don't need God for that. Let me tell you something. When you understand the responsibilities that a husband and a father has to operate in. When you understand that, you're going to need help. And it and it's mainly go takes God. Okay? It takes God. So the husband should not be overbearing. The husband should not be arrogant or talking down to his wife. Now, let me read you um verses 25 and 26 of the same chapter and book, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 25 and 26. Now, verse 25 says, husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church, okay, and gave himself for it. Now, the love that Christ has for the church is a divine, is a godly love, all right? The same thing applies to the husband in regards to his wife. Husbands, your role, your role in the home is to love your wife just as Christ loved the church. You're supposed to love your wife. And guess what? If if that wife does not feel that love that she deserves, then guess what? She's not going to be happy. All right? That's why it's very, it's very important that me and you learn how to communicate with your wife without tearing her down, without making her feel like she's worthless. I'm going to say this again. The next episode, I'm going to talk about the role of the wife and the mother, okay? I'm going to talk about that. So, so I'm just, don't get me wrong, I'm not beating down on the men. But men, if we expect God to really bless us as he purposed us, one of the things we got to do, one of the things is not just only to, to have a relationship with God, that's the main thing, but also is to love our wives, okay? Because when God sees you loving your wife, 
the way Christ loved the church, then let me tell you this. He honors that. And there's something that we, and there's something, and, and I got to talk about this on a future podcast. There's something you see lack that's lacking in the house is honor. Yes, the husband not honoring his wife, not saying worship, but it's a respect and the wife honoring her husband. Okay? So I got to talk about that down the line, right along with the part, right down, right down the line on the podcast. So now the husband is supposed to love his wife just as Christ loved the church. All right. Now, verse 26, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Now, that word sanctify uh, has to do with setting apart. Okay, now, th- now you can look at this two ways, and this is this is m- one of the ways right here. Number one, a man has to really understand his value as a man, and to really honor God and to show love for his wife. His face needs to be in the Word. His face needs to be in the Word. Let me tell you this again. Let me say this again. A man cannot, listen to me, a man cannot be in leadership the proper way in the home without the help of God. It takes God's help to really maintain a household. Because like I said, most of the responsibilities is on the man. So yes, the wife and the husband roles they are not exactly the same because the, God didn't purpose the wife to be head of the house, okay? He purposed the man. And I'm not saying that to throw anything in nobody's faces, okay? This is I'm basically talking about the order of God in regards to the home. So he's going to really stick his face in the word, okay? Read the Bible. Okay, because women, those of you who are listening, you may not hear a man say this, but men go through things also. And the way how we go through things, how we deal with things, we don't respond the same as you all do. Not saying we not saying we better than you all, not saying you all better than us. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this right here. What I'm saying is this is that the man needs help, and this is why God gave him the woman, okay? Adam could not rule his house, and the Garden of Eden is his house. It is a metaphor of the home, by the way, in the Bible, okay? Adam could not rule his house and do what he's supposed to do in regards to the house if it had not been for a woman, because you may not hear me and say this, ladies, but I'm not ashamed to say this. It does make a difference when a man has the proper help, if he knows how to take care of it, okay? If he knows how to respect it, if he knows how to honor it, if he knows how to love it and not take advantage of it. It makes a big difference when a man has the proper help that he needs. And this is why men... God blesses us with the woman he purposed us to marry or the purpose he purposed us to be with because God knows what we need, okay? Yes, God knows exactly what we need. So with that being said, with that being said, it's very important to understand this. Now, going back to verse 26. Now, it's the man's role also. Let me read verse 26 again in Ephesians chapter 5. It says that he, he is the husband, might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. So, with that being said, it's the husband's role to cause his wife to live a holy life. Ladies, let me say this. His, your husband's role, the whole role of the husband is not to, is not supposed to force you to live holy. He's supposed to live that godly example. Okay. 
and teach you biblical principles from the word on how you can live holy. Men, listen to me. And, and now I want to talk to the Christians out there, quote unquote Christians. If you not teaching your wives the role, not, not the role, I'm sorry. If you're not teaching your wives the principles on living a holy life and, and, and walking and teaching and sharing the word with her, if she really wants to understand the scripture, she's going to go to somebody else. Okay? Let me say this. This is why I believe, and I'm not saying this to be funny, this is why I believe men and women that's, that's, that, that go to church, this is why they attend church more than men or there be more women in the church than men. One of the questions I, 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 I ask is, is the woman getting the word at her house? If the man ain't, if the man is withholding information, okay, Now, let me say this. Let me say this. A man's role does not change. Your role does not change. I don't care how tired you may be when you come from work. Your role does not change. Okay? Now, if you want to grow in God, men, through reading the word, through prayer, you should want the same thing for your wife. So if your wife asks you a question in regards to, to the scripture and you don't know you can't brush her off and just say well I don't know I don't have time for this no because this is what's going to happen this is what's going to happen it ain't no telling what may be what may come in her mind it may not you know you may not know what how she's going to react to it because if a woman wants to hear another voice, she got ways how to find that voice. Okay? This is why it's very important, men, that you take that you take responsibilities. You take care of your responsibilities in regards to your wife. Because if you're not speaking to her the proper way, okay, then th- she's going to find another voice that's going to speak to her. Not saying she not necessarily saying she gonna cheat. That's not necessarily what I'm saying. Now, what I'm saying is this right here. She's going to spend more time, you know, going to church, going to Bible study to get what she needs simply because you won't tell her. You you brushing her off. So it is your duty, man, that not just only you make her live holy. Now, when I say make, I'm not saying that as an act of forcing her. No, you be that example for her to be live a holy life. Okay. All right. And with that being said, you do what you need to do in regards to the word, not just for yourself, but for her too. So if she asks you any question in regards to the scripture, the best thing to do is to pray to the Holy Spirit. If you don't know, pray to the Holy Spirit and say, God, tell, give me the answer to my wife's question. And you say, dear or baby. I don't know right now, but when God gives me the answer, I will get back with you. You don't brush off by saying, I don't know, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. I, I told you, no, you don't do all that. Because once again, it's your role to show that same love for her as Christ shows for the church. And you got to ask yourself this question, men, how to respond to your wife. How would Jesus respond to the church? Okay. Did Jesus talk down to the church? No. Did, was Jesus arrogant to the church? No. Was he overbearing to the church? No. So you shouldn't do the same thing for, to, towards your wife. Whatever your wife asks you in regards to the word, okay, in regards to the word, then is your due to give her the answer. Now, if you don't know, say, dear or baby, right now I don't know, but I'm going to pray to God for an answer. And when God gives me the answer, I will get back with you. Okay. Now, make sure you get back with her. 
Because guess what? If you don't, there's a chance she's going to come back to you again. Then if you brush her off, if you brush her off, then, okay, I got to get an answer. I got to get an answer from somebody. So you can't get mad if she's on somebody else's Facebook Live asking a particular prophet, pastor, apostle, however it is, whatever the case may be, to ask a biblical question simply because you won't do it. And if she do it, you can't get mad at her because she came to you and asked you and you refused to get her the answer. Okay. Now, Christ loved the church, which is his people with compassion, mercy, forgiveness, respect, and selfishness. In the same way, husbands are to love their wives. The same way Christ loved the church with compassion, mercy, forgiveness, respect, and selfishness, the same way the husbands are to love their wives. The, let me say this again. The same way Christ loved the church is the same way how husbands is supposed to love their wives. Whoever God purposed you to marry, whoever your wife is that you're married to, you're supposed to show her compassion. You're supposed to show her mercy, forgiveness, respect, and selfishness. You're not supposed to be selfish towards your wife. Why? Because Christ was selfish towards the church. All right? Now, the husband is not to take on the role of the ruler, but show respect for his wife and her opinions. Okay? Just because you are the head doesn't mean you show, you show lack of respect for your wife and her opinions. You and she has every right to feel the way she feels. If she feels that negativity come from you, then obviously she's going to, she's going to react to it. So just because, just because you are the ruler of the head, well, I'm sorry, I'm not ruler, but just because you are the head of the house does not mean you are the ruler, okay? Does, does not mean you control her and you talk, and, and, and you talk bad upon her on whatever her opinion is, all right? Now, I got one more verse. I got one more verse. I'm in the same chapter, Ephesians chapter 5. But this is verses 28 to 29. 28 and 29. Verse 28 says, So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. Ladies, listen to me. If a man doesn't love himself, he's not going to love you. Notice what I've said. If a man doesn't love himself, he's not going to love you. This is why... The husband is to love his wife as his own body. Look, if he's, and this is what I'm saying. Ladies, if you are married to a man that does not take care of himself, he ain't going to be able to do right by you. He's not going to be able to love you, okay? And this is, this, is, this is what the Bible says. This is why, ladies, it's very difficult and it's very challenging to push a man that does not want to be pushed, okay? If a man doesn't want anything, there's really nothing you could do, okay? He, if he really doesn't want anything, there's really nothing you could do. There's really nothing you could do. You can't push him. You really can't speak life to him because he's at a point where he doesn't want anything. Therefore, if he don't want anything, he don't care about himself. Because a real man that loves himself will want things, okay? And when I say want things, I'm not necessarily talking about natural, but also spiritual. If a man doesn't want God, he's not going to be able to love you. If a man cannot respect you and how you feel, he's not going to be able to love you. Why? Simply because there's something inside of that man that causing him. Whether it's bitterness, whether it's strife, whether it's unforgiveness. And that's why, men, it's very important that you pray to God and ask God, God, if there's anything in me that don't need to be in me, you take it out. Because if you don't say that prayer, then it, it, can, it can take an effect in your home. And your wife feel that energy and she's going to respond to it. All right? So with that being said, if a man doesn't love himself, 
he's not going to love you. Okay? Because if he truly care about himself, if he truly care about his own body, he won't go out and cheat. He won't listen to me. Listen. You want to know why you really want to know according to the scripture why men cheat? I just gave you the answer. Simply because he don't care about himself. He simply don't care about himself. Because if he really care about himself, he would care about you. He would he would he would he would respect your feelings. He, he would know exactly what to do, what not to do. That's why I think and I praise God that I've been delivered from sexual immorality because that is a hindrance in a marriage, okay? That is a hindrance in a marriage. If a man feels like that he can't get what he needs at home, he's going to try to get it outside the house, Okay? And some men feel like just because they have a certain position in a home or just have a certain position that they can do whatever they want to do. No, the order of God remains the same. It does not change. If you ask God, if you ask God that you want to you be married, God is going to deal with you some stuff before you get married or before you get involved. You see what I'm saying? Because there's some things that can hinder not just men, there's some things that can hinder women also from moving forward. That's why we need to pray, God, if there's anything that is in me, you take it out. So it won't be no hindrance. In this case, it won't be a hindrance to your marriage. Okay, one more time. If a man love his wife, I'm sorry, if a man love himself, he'll love his wife. Verse 29 in Ephesians chapter 5 says, for no man has has yet hated his own flesh, but nourishing and cherish it, even as the Lord, the church. So one of the keys of a man being faithful is that he nourish and cherish his own body. Now, that don't mean he worship his own body. That means he have respect for himself, okay, of knowing what to do in regards to his body and what not to do in regards to his body. And if a man nourish and cherish his body, he's going to love you, ladies. Okay? He's going to love you. He's not going to cheat on you. He's not going to keep secrets on you. Because I just told you, the love that Christ has for the church, the love that Christ has for the church is that same love that that husband have for himself. Okay? Now, the verses I just read, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 28 and 29, it basically tells men to love their wives in the same way that they love their own bodies, feeding and caring for them, okay? Now, as a wife, it's not your duty to beg your husband for anything. Men, if you're a real man, you won't want your wife to beg you for anything. Let me just say this. I do not like my wife beg me for anything. I really don't. I don't. I think something is wrong in a home if a wife has to beg her husband to do something. Okay, a wife shouldn't have to bribe you. A wife should have to boost up your ego for you to do something. Okay, all she, whatever she has, and I'm not talking about anything stupid. I ain't talking about anything stupid. Of course, you're not going to do anything stupid that your wife asks you. I'm not talking about that. I'm, <laughs> I'm not talking about that. Okay. I'm talking, I'm I'm actually talking about things like for an example. Dear, could you do this? Dear, could you do that while I'm doing this? Okay, sure. Sure. Okay. Just a simple thing. You see, a man's love for his wife should be the same as Christ's love for the body, for his body, which is the church. Okay? The body of Christ is the church. So what I'm saying is this right here. In regards to these two passages of scripture that I just read, if God is in that husband, therefore his, therefore God is love. He has the love of God in his heart. Now, if he has the love of God in his heart, then he's going to love you with the love of Christ. And every wife deserves that. But unfortunately, unfortunately, Unf unfortunately, we don't see that in the home, okay? 
And it's very important that we take our responsibilities serious as husbands. All right. Regarding the division of responsibilities in the home, the Bible instructs husbands to provide for their families. Now, as a husband, it's your role to provide for your family. It's not your wife's role to provide. Okay? Well, I know I, I heard men say, well, if I got to bring something to the table, she do too. Let me say this. If it has to do with provision, that's not her role. That's not her role. Okay? That's not her role. God didn't purpose the woman to provide. He purposed the man to provide. This means he works and makes enough money to sufficiently provide all the necessities of life for his wife and children. Men, the reason you have to provide for your families is because God instituted it. Remember, Adam was created first. The woman was not created first. The man was. Adam was created first. And all the instructions went to Adam. This is the order of God. All instructions went to Adam. Now, you can read that in, in Genesis, in the book of Genesis, um, chapters 2, and look at chapters 3. All right? It's your job as men to provide. If you don't want to provide for your wife and children, don't have children and don't get married. Just stay single. Okay? It's too much stuff going on out here. And, and, and I see what I see in our world is how children are being mistreated. How children have fathers or dads. You know, they have fathers, and their fathers don't want to do anything for them. And they say it. A woman has to ask, a woman has to call her mother, call her father, call her family members, you know, to give her this, to give her children that, simply because the man that, that wants to marry her don't want to do it. Something is wrong with that. And men, if we don't stand up and take our position, God is going to look, God is going to get us. God is going to get us. One of the main problems in the world we see is that the men ain't doing what they're supposed to do. Okay? I don't care how much. Listen to me. I don't care what your wife has done. I don't care how your day has been. Your role does not change when you get home. Your role doesn't change. If you don't want to do right, by your wife, don't get married. If you don't want to do right by your children, don't have children. But the thing of it is, children don't ask to come into the world. Okay? I, okay, your job may, your job may send you out of state or send you maybe out of the country for a few days, a few weeks, maybe a few months. And, 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 and you know, I, and I know some wives I know some wives that their husbands in the military. Men, do right by your wife and children. I don't care if you ain't at home, okay? Dear, I would just call and checking on you and the kids. Google Duo them, uh, FaceTime us, you know, you know, do something. There's no way, there's no way I could be out of the state or out of the city, out of the country, and knowing my wife and children is at home. I'm going to check up on them. And it's sad that you have men married, you know, you know, you know, whether they're in the house or not, don't even check it. Don't even check on their wives and children when they're on lunch break. I don't want to hear her nag, blah, blah, blah. Look, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. And I come to find this out. My day goes, even, even if I'm not at home, even there are times I may not be at the house, just hearing my wife's voice. And just knowing that my children are all right and she's all right. It don't matter what I'm going through. It don't matter what's taking, what's going on in my mind. Just by knowing that my wife is doing all right and the children is doing all right. I could care less what's going on in my mind. I could care less what I may be going through. But just knowing that my home, is my house is okay, is all right, 
then I'm good. And men, you cannot allow your warfare, you cannot allow your situations to cause you to not want to communicate with your wife and do right by your children. Everybody going through, not just men. You got some women going through. Unfortunately, you got children going through. Simply because they, they, they know that their fathers, their dads don't want anything to do with them. And they're sad. And this is why the devil is having a blast at the house. Because the, the man ain't doing what he's supposed to do. Okay? Now, I'm not blaming, I'm not blaming everything on the man. But, uh, yeah, you have some women, you have some ladies that are doing some stuff they ain't got no business doing too. Uh, like I said, the next episode, I'm going to talk about the role of the wife and the mother. Okay? So, yes, it's your duty to provide for your families. To fail to do so has definite spiritual consequences. There are spiritual consequences when you don't do right in regards to your wife and children. And God is looking at, at, at us, okay? It doesn't matter if you save or unsave. A marriage is not just a covenant between the man and a woman and between that woman and God and that man and God, okay? But also it is sacred. So this is something God really looks at. There are spiritual consequences. That's why, men, it's very important that you do right by your wife and by your husband. Same thing, wives. It's very important that you do right by your husbands and your children because God is looking down. And like I said, there are spiritual consequences. Now, the husband should help with the children and with the household chores, thereby, thereby fulfilling his duty to love his wife. Now, when you come home from work, I don't care how many hours you did. I don't care how tired you are. When you come home from the gym, okay, when you come home from having a long day, your role does not change. Your role does not change. If you think one day that you stop doing your role as a husband, as a father, as a mother and a wife, you are deceived. You're supposed to apply these principles every day. This is why some people, very rare, this is why some people are able to be married 40, 50, 60 years. Because what they, and I know this, because not just only they love each other, but they show respect towards each other. They, they didn't change their roles. So it's more than just cheating. It's more than just stepping outside your marriage and getting into another relationship. It's more than that. What are you doing at the house? What are you doing at the house? That's what God looking at. What, what are you doing at the house? So he should, help, should help with the children and with the household chores, thereby fulfilling his duty to love his wife. A good husband and father creates a safe and loving environment for his wife and children. So, yes, the husband creates a safe and loving environment. This means more than just financial support. Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. It's more than just money in a marriage. That's one means, okay, financial support. But wives and children need emotional support as well. There may be financial support and may not be no emotional support. There has to be a balance, you all. There has to be a balance in marriage. It's more than just money. It's more than just having sex. Yes, I said it. <laughs> yes, I said it. It's more than just that. There has, there has to be emotional support in regards to the man, emotional support in regards to the wife and the children, okay? And many times, many times, that's where depression comes in in the marriage. And, and you know, and I hate to say this, even, even thoughts of suicide come because there's a lack of emotional support. Because children frame their behavior after their parents. Developing healthy responses to stress helps children feel safe and teaches them how to, appro to appropriately, I'm sorry, appropriately handle their own anxieties. This is why it's very important that you show love towards your wife. This is why it's very important to show love towards your, towards your husband. The children need to feel their love and see their love. 
Okay, they don't need to see daddy putting his hands on mama. They don't need to see daddy cursing out his cursing out mama. They don't need to see mama putting her hands on dad. They don't need to see mama cursing out the husband. Because what many children today are traumatized because of things like that. Okay, that's why. And it's very important that you that you show the love towards each other. That way the children also feel that love. Okay, because they do not want to see a negative, you know, a negative situation taking place in regards to abuse, in regards to talking down on each other, because they does something to their minds. And children, when what's going on, they're going to react to it. They're going to react to it. And many times when kids does bad in, in school, one of the main questions is what's going on at the house? What's taking place at the house? So it's very important that there are healthy responses, reactions. There are healthy reactions in regards to marriage, in regards to the home, because this is what this is what children need, not just only there. This is how the home is able to progress. And if there's no progression in marriage, that's not good. There has to be progress. Open, you know, open communication. Men, if you got a whole lot going on, talk to your wife. Yes, it's good to talk to God. That's why he gave you a wife. Because what you don't know, God could give your wife the answer of what you need. But see, you can't get that answer if you're not willing to talk. Same thing for the women. Same thing for the women. And when the women, women, and when the women say that they need to talk to their husbands about something, men, it's your duty to listen. I don't care, I don't care what's going on. I don't care how good the, the sports game is, football or basketball. I don't care how relaxed you want to be. Your wife and her needs comes first. Besides God. Besides God. Your wife needs her support, her, her opinions on something. It's very important. And guess what? If you don't know, okay, dear, right now I don't know, but you just don't stay right there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you don't stay right there. Well, dear, I'm going to talk to God about it and hopefully come up with a solution. And when you come up with a solution, I'll get back with or do research on it. Do research. Well, dear, let's go online. Let, let's, let's look together. Do research. This is very important. And the same thing in response to the children. Right now, dad don't know, but dad, when dad come up with answer, I get back with it. And make sure you get back with it. Don't just say it and don't get back with it. Don't just tell your wife, daddy, don't get back with it. Because you're brushing them off. You see? You leaving them with a, you, you see, you leaving them with the response that dad don't want to be bothered. And 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 I understand, trust me, trust me. Trust me, I understand. That's why it's very important that you don't that you don't put anything before your marriage. Ministry, your job, your careers, your business, you don't do that because it can be a hindrance to cause you not to do right by your wife. And children. And that's pretty much all I want to share with you all on today. In response to this, I hope I have shared something to you to just not just only encourage you what's going on, what's getting ready to take place, but also just be aware that this is something that God cherishes. This is something that God ordains. This this is something that God purpose. And if we as husbands, as fathers, not doing right by our families, then God is looking at us. So whatever you can, take the time to love on your wife every day, not just one day out of a week, not just once a month, not whenever you feel like, no, every day. I don't care how tired you are. I don't care how tired you are. Tell them you love them. Kiss them on the cheek. You know, kiss your kids on the cheek, your girl, your baby girls. Or hug your sons. Rub your sons on their head. They need to feel that kind of affection. Hug your wife. Tell her you miss her. Tell her you love her. It and trust me, don't I don't get tired of doing it. <laughs> I don't get tired of doing it. I you know, you know, 
I, I, I love my I love my wife. I love my children. Children. But let me say this. I do understand and know this, and I thank God that he put the fear, that he put his fear in my heart that I know what to do, what not to do. But let me tell you this. No matter what, no matter what you do, always understand if a person, I don't care if it's a man, I don't care if it's a woman, if a man doesn't love God, ladies, he's not going to love you. And let me say this, ladies. Let me say this, man. I'm sorry. Let me say this, man. If a woman doesn't love God, she's not going to love you. So keep God first in everything. So thanks for joining us today on Universal True Podcast. Make sure to visit our website on YouTube. It's Unified in Yashua International Ministries where you can subscribe to Biblical Truths so you'll never miss a video. While you are at it, if you found a high opinion or something that was said and you would like to support, you can do so on anchor.fm forward slash Taurus hyphen Ross. One more time, that's anchor.fm forward slash Taurus hyphen Ross. My cash app is dollar sign TJ Ross 84. That's dollar sign TJ Ross 84. And the letters TJ are, they are capitalized. And my PayPal is paypal.me forward slash Taurus Ross. That's paypal.me forward slash Taurus Ross. Or you simply tell someone about the podcast that was help us out too. So be sure to tune in this week for our next episode about the role of the wife and the mother. The role of the wife and the mother. It's going to be very interesting. So until we meet again on the, on the next episode, God bless you.